Good evening, it is Wednesday the 10th of June, this is the 5th episode of the uh, midweek 1-11 to that Jack and I have done. This week we've decided to go for all-time Premier League captains. Um, seemed quite easy on the face of it Jack, but actually we found out as, as both of us uh, started putting our teams together that there's an awful lot of Premier League captains that all played in the same position. Yeah, definitely. You know, centre backs and, and midfielders was was the you know key two positions really. So when you were getting towards the top end of the team, it was difficult, and that'll be reasoning for both of our formations as well, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not not as easy as it sounds actually. No, it's um. The were I think the the difficulty was it it was a frustrating team to put together because, um, you get so many players that you want to put in this team um, and but the problem is you're, you're missing out so many legends at the expense of putting other legends in um, but then yeah. there's some there's some uh, positions on the pitch that you just can't fill like for me um, you know I had to have three centre-backs there because there's so many iconic centre-backs uh, but I didn't want to have a back five because I wanted to have space at the rest of the pitch so I ended up yeah. having a, a really weird formation. What was the formation that you went for in the end? Uh, I went for a three-four-three. Yeah. Um, just because I felt I needed to have a, a fair amount of uh, midfielders. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggled for attacking options really, yeah. and it's a shame that I had to only have three centre backs really because there were so many options yeah, there. And, um, as you say, I've put I've put some. Some in at the expense of others that could have quite easily slotted into the team. Yeah. Um, what about you? I went for I went for probably the most central uh, formation to ever exist, um, which is the three three one three. Um, whether any team has ever adopted that, um, it's it's, nice. pro- it's probably as weird as the nine one zero formation that San Marino used to play. Or still yeah. Um, but I mean. What, Maybe it's some weird, like, non-league thing you'd see, I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, it proves my point. You know, I went for three centre-backs, three centre-midfielders, a cam and three strikers, simply because there were so many icons in each of those positions. I obviously know, I'm not stupid, you know, no formation is ever going to look like that. But um, in terms of who were 11 of the best Prem captains ever to pull on a Premier League shirt that, that was the only thing I could uh, that was the only way I could get around it really um, I mean even with mine going for a 3-4-3 three, three, typically in that formation you'd have like you know a, a midfielder playing down the left and a midfielder yeah. playing down the right yeah. but I mean I've genuinely just got four centre midfielders really here I mean I suppose with a couple of them you could you could play them on the right or left but that, that's not their natural position yeah yeah. Um, well, let's uh, let's get into it without any further ado. Who have you gone for in goal? Uh, so my goalkeeper choice is. I mean, there wasn't much choice, but I've gone for Hugo Lloris. Okay. Um, and it, it's a bit controversial because he's made a few mistakes, and um, yeah, he said he has certainly made a few mistakes. But actually, when you look at him as a player and his career in the Premier League, it, all right, he hasn't he hasn't won the Premier League. But he has done very well with Tottenham as a club, as a player, winning uh, the World Cup quite re- quite recently. Um, I, th- I think he was a reasonably good choice, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, Larice was actually my um, first choice for for goalkeeper captain, simply because there wasn't an awful lot of choice. But that doesn't take anything away from Larice. You know, he's still a very worthy um, player. 
Um, I did go for Petr Cech in the end. Um, I was glad that he'd, he'd capped in Chelsea at one point because, um, I mean, you know how I feel about Petr Cech. Um, I believe the best goalkeeper to ever play in the Premier League. Um, yeah. Absolute icon of the game. 443 games in the Premier League. 202 of those were clean sheets. Um, only lost 76 matches in the Premier League. Um, absolute nice. icon of the game. But, you know... Uh, Hugo Lloris is um, is quite you know is still a fantastic choice. Obviously, has been captain at Tottenham for for longer than Czech was at Chelsea, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, two very uh, good choices. Who have you gone for then um, as your three centre back choices? Uh, so my first centre back choice, I've gone for. Um, I had to go for Vincent Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know how massively I praise him on the show. I think he's just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, you know, as as a player, yes, but also as a leader. And I watched the I watched the Manchester City documentary, and I know it will have been commercialised and and all that. So, uh, you know, I'll take it all with a pinch of salt. But but still, when you see him in that, it just really highlights um, what he's all about, really. Yeah. Absolutely, a true, uh, true professional. Certainly, I've I won't surprise you that I've got him in my team as well. Obviously, the, the skipper that guided Man City to their uh, dominance in English football. He was sort of the skipper in charge. Um, he's had some iconic moments as well, hasn't he? Like the the goal that he had against Leicester um, last season. Yeah. To our ex- ex- Yeah. Ex- yeah. Yeah. Expense. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and uh, just to give you the one stat that did sort of blow me away: two hundred and sixty-five appearances for uh, Man City in the Premier League. One hundred and sixty-seven of those were wins, and seventy-five percent tackle success rate in the Premier League wow. for competition. Wow. I mean, at some point in his career, he must have been the best defender in the world. Yeah, he probably was. He probably was one of the best, if not the best, for me. Um, until Van Dijk burst onto the scene, because you know the, there was always the argument of of PK and Ramos, and you know they they're always going to be considered one of the best centre backs in the world. But I come back to the argument that we must we must use to justify every week that it was the level that company um played at, and you know that the. the the calibre of striker that he was playing against. Yeah, and the physicality of the Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even even strikers are going to be quite strong and be able to hold their own. So um, playing as a, a centre-back, it's just, it's going to be even more difficult, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, who is your next centre-back choice then? So next one, I've gone for John Terry. I think that's, I think it's really another obvious one. Just an absolute legend of the game legend of the game for the Premier League and Chelsea it's difficult to say that really yeah. um, to say he's a legend of the game uh, as a Liverpool fan um, but I mean it's just it's just it, almost the exact same thing and an absolutely amazing player and he will forever be regarded as one of the best centre-backs to play in the Premier League absolutely. but then but, but then also um, just what he won with Chelsea whilst he was captain um, and the and his leadership qualities. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. Uh, just to put some numbers next to that, um, he's the most successful captain in Chelsea's history. Five Premier League titles, four FA Cups, three League Cups, uh, Europa League title, and a Champions League title. Um, 
a proper leader, as you say, on the pitch. And in terms of his Chelsea career, 492 appearances in the Premier League, 311 wins, only 74 losses. And you thought Vincent Company's 75% tackle success rate was good. Terry's got 77%. So, an absolutely fantastic player, definitely. I mean, that's just ridiculous because we look at Van Dyke now, who's this season, I think Van Dyke was around 75, 76%. Yeah. And we say he's the second best player in the world, if not the best player in the world. Yeah. But these, the, but Company and Terry are people who've been able to do it consistently throughout a over a 10-year period. Yeah, and you know, John Terry almost had, well, has twice the number of appearances in the Premier League that Company does. He's still got a yeah. better tackle success rate. It, it's, um, it, it's quite staggering, really. I've got, a that, feeling, yeah. I've got a feeling who you're going to go for for your um, third centre-back choice. Go on, have a guess, then. Um, no, because I, I think it's going to be the same as what mine is. So I'm, I, without spoiling mine, I'm going to let you say yours. Well, it's Wes Morgan. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. That's exactly what I've gone for as well, but go on. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a bit of an argument with uh, my dad beforehand because he was like, no, Tony Adams, Tony Adams, got to be Tony Adams. So I was like, okay, right. So I had a bit of a bit of a look. Um, and a, a, a great centre-back, but um, he wasn't... It's the fact that Wes Morgan was playing in such a, a team worth like 30... 30 million yeah. and won the Premier League against like a dominant city, um, a Ch- the, the Chelsea t- side, uh, Liverpool, who were sort of about to be on the up, um, United. It, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Such absolutely. a fairy tale story. And it's, it surely takes a true leader to be able to, le- to take that team to win the Premier League. Yeah. And, I mean, whereas the other two have been about... Um, not only their, their captaincy qualities, but how good they are as an actual player. Mm-hmm. I've gone for Wes Morgan more because of just what he did as captain of that Leicester team. Yeah, absolutely. It's exactly the reason why I've gone for him, to be honest, um, because, because the game record really does not flatter him. Um, because no. while Morgan's been at Leicester, they've nearly lost the same number as what they've won. But... Um, yeah, for that for that one iconic season, probably the greatest um, story. Well, actually, no, not probably the greatest story. I'd say in the Premier League since it's been going. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have had. You know, he shouldn't. He wasn't. Well, not not entitled, but he shouldn't have had the career that he had because of the team that he was a part of. He, you know, that team was written off. Um, and he just proved it, you know, proved them all wrong. Um, made a, made a fantastic career for him, for himself. Tony Adams was another suggestion, as, as you just said. Um, but the other one I believe that probably could have gone in there was Steve Bruce at Man United. Um, yeah. But it was just such an iconic season for Wes Morgan, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I felt, you know, we said before we even started listing our players, you're going to leave some out at the expense of others. Mm-hmm. And and I felt I could not leave company or Terry out that's I just couldn't do that so then it was then it was really between the last three of Bruce Adams and Wes Morgan and I thought all right just talking about complete captaincy and a a fairy tale story Mm -hmm. I can't leave Wes Morgan out either no absolutely not absolutely not um 
obviously this is where the formation starts to change a little bit, but you said you've manipulated a couple of your players to play on the wing. So it'll be interesting to see, because again, I, I don't think we're going to have um, too much different in, in this midfield. But go yeah, ahead, so what have you got? So I've actually manipulated it. So the 3-4-3, three, three, um, the, they're, they're all centre midfielders, really. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but, I mean, there are two that you could play out wide. So I'll start with the two that are more maybe centre mids that wouldn't be able to play out wide, and that's Vieira and Keane. Yeah. Um, I just thought, yeah, I, I can't stress this enough that Vieira was you know, part of that invincible squad um, and just was absolutely amazing for Arsenal, complete end-to-end midfielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and another amazing player and everyone will say how great a player he was and how great a captain he was yeah. um, and just, just the ability that he had and you know when he talked to the players when he talked to the other players in the team it was just that complete tenacity and determination to win yeah. which is what, which is obviously what you need as a captain mm-hmm. um, but then when we look at determination to win is there anyone better than Keane to completely epitomise that. Yeah, no problem. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be, you know, I feel like you would want to be on the same team as him, but you'd be scared of him and you'd much rather be on the same team as him than the team against him, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, so, it, for, for exactly, I mean, Roy Keane for me is the best um, captain in the Premier League of all time, I'd say. Roy Keane was the best one just because of what he won at United. The record what he's won, yeah. What he's won is just—it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know the things—the things he's won, and it, it clearly takes. All right, there was a great manager at the helm, but it takes a, a, an amazing captain to be able to lead the team to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And the same can be said for um, Patrick Vieira as well. You know, I mean, yeah. he wasn't just a part of that invincible squad; he, he was the captain of that invincible squad, and yeah. Um, yeah, probably one of those midfielders that, you, as you say, a box-to-box, end-to-end midfielder, which is one of those things that you don't see as much in the modern game anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then, on the right, I would put, I can put Gerard. Yeah. Because he's played on the right a few times um, in his career. And, I mean, it's obvious why he's in there, isn't it? Yeah. He, I'm a Liverpool fan. He's the Liverpool absolute he's icon. Uh, just, just a great captain, and I mean, he took he took on the armband so young as well in his career, yeah. and then he was just able to completely flourish with it and and do everything he did. And I mean, he didn't win the Premier League, but that that Champions League in two thousand and five against uh, against Milan that tells you everything you need to know about who he was as a captain, doesn't it? Absolutely, and and it certainly says something that Gerard is. You know, um, considered in this all-time Premier League captains when he hasn't won anything in England. You know that they've actually he's actually only won um, as captain. You know, a small handful of of silverware, and apart from the Champions League trophy, not really classed as major in the modern game. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic player. Um, yeah, it's in the in the final when he scored, and then it was just like. Look up at the look up at the clock. Yeah. Clap your team. Let's let's get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just to absolute just to completely inspire the rest of the team. Yeah. 
you can just imagine him doing that throughout his whole career. It's just such a shame that he never did win the Premier League and that, you know, he slipped and I'm sure he'll forever blame himself for that. Um, yeah, yeah. With the whole... with but you, you can see, put, putting that aside, just before with the we do not let this slip speech, <laughs> that yet another reason why he's such a great captain, to be able to rile up the rest of the team like that, we do not let this slip, we do not let... I mean, that's just amazing in itself, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh icon of the game but for different reasons to to um a lot of the other players that we've got in this lineup who have you yeah. gone for as your fourth midfielder then uh frank lampard okay so he i don't think he was ever actually officially captain but he did wear the armband 83 times so i thought surely that justifies <laughs> him being in the team yeah yeah so uh i've gone for him and another i mean all four of my midfielders here are complete icons of the game, icons of the Premier League, and he's he's another one, one of the all time one of the all time top scorers in the Premier League, uh, just an absolutely amazing player as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, he was one that went under the radar for me. To be fair, um, I did say at the start of this that I thought we'd have a lot of similarities in midfield. Um, I had Keane, Gerrard, and Vieira all in my team as well. Um, oh. as my three centre midfielders and then my cam I went for uh, Cantona um, okay. so he was um, the United skipper after Steve Bruce left in the 96-97 season um, arguably in that one season he, he did a better job than Steve Bruce um, obviously United then went on to do the double FA Cup win and they turned a 12 point deficit in the league to Newcastle um, into a title win, uh, so they came from twelve. Why do you have to? Why do you have to remind me of that? Well, yeah, it's just just for the just for the purposes of of dealing facts out, not for the purposes of making you feel bad. Um, That's awful, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Um, one hundred and fifty six appearances, right, in the Premier League. While he was playing for Man United in the Premier League, one hundred and fifty six appearances, he lost only nineteen games. 70 goals, 56 assists, and out of those 156 appearances, uh, 94 of those were wins for Man United. Um, whether whether we say he was he was an amazing captain for Man United, which I, I do believe there is an argument there to say he was, um, he was certainly one of the best players ever to play in the Premier League. Yeah, I, and it's just that, it was that season actually, um, when they overturned that deficit against Newcastle that... I think he he scored in like almost every single game yeah. to to just every single game that they were struggling he would score one goal yeah. and it would they would win the match and it was like they did not deserve to win the match but he would just appear score a goal and it was game over. Yeah, I mean it's fantastic. I mean I didn't have the exact percentage but you know you, you can work out for yourself that it's pretty high that 156 games and when you combine 70 goals and 56 assists, that's 126 goal contributions in only 30 more games. You know, that is, that is absolutely staggering. Yeah, um, I mean, I can I actually considered him, to be fair, for um, one of my front three, but he, he played as a striker and there was someone else I wanted. Yeah. Um, and that it was really wingers I struggled for. So it was like, Last minute, I was thinking, can I just put him in and say, yeah, he'll do as a winger? But I thought, no, can't do that. I've got to have someone that actually did play as a winger. Um, so 
I didn't go for him, but I wish I wish I could have. Yeah. Um, okay. On to your front three then. Who have you gone for? So on the left wing, I've gone for Henri. Okay. He actually only captained Arsenal for one season. I think it was two thousand five, two thousand and six. But just that, just this one's a choice purely as a player, and it was just I was just glad that. He captained for some point, similar to you with Czech. Yeah. Just in there as a player, and you were glad that he captained at some po- at some point in his career. Um, but it, I mean, when we're talking about just as a player, he's got to be one of the best ever to ever to play in the Premier League, surely. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, just just a completely fantastic player, um, and I think it would have been criminal for me with the formation I was playing. I know I know you're playing a different formation, so. I think it was would have been criminal for me to leave him out. Mm-hmm. Then I've gone for on the right. I've actually gone for Wayne Rooney. Okay. And I mean, initially I didn't because I thought I can't because he was a striker. But then I realised actually when Cantona um, uh, was at United and sorry no, it was when Ronaldo was at United. It was um, Rooney had to be pushed out wide a bit. Yeah. So I thought right, I can I can squeeze him in there. Because um, he did actually play in that position, um, so yeah, I'm happy with that choice. It took me a while to completely come to terms with it, um, being being a Liverpool fan and it being Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Uh, but I am happy with that choice. He was a great player. You read out some of his stats when a couple shows ago when we did the England eleven, yeah, and they were just so flattering. He did have a great career. He won so much. And actually, the longevity of his career as well is something we always talk about when judging these players and whether they deserve to be in this these 11s. And he did have a very good career. One thing you mentioned is to be able to play for Everton, United, Everton, then make a move to, um, the, to the USA yeah. and then still be wanted by Derby, a, a club that are fighting to get into the Premier League. It's, it's quite massive really isn't yeah, it yeah it, it's the uh, epitome of looking after yourself fitness wise yeah. if you're uh, you know if you're going to america and then still being wanted as as you say by by a premier league challenging club yeah. um okay so we've got one choice left last last one is striker and i'm sure you can guess this one yeah i'm sure it's, i can <laughs> it's it's alan shearer yeah. the newcastle man premier league all-time top scorer um and and this is another one who you know, he did he did captain Newcastle, but I think he's really in there as a player um, rather than as a captain, just because of what he was able to do throughout his career. And I mean the the achievements, not necessarily the honours, but just the general achievements that he's won. Yeah, yeah, and also you know he he uh, turned down and moved to Man United, didn't he? Which which would have added yeah, a lot did. more to his uh, to his trophy uh, winnings, wouldn't it? If he'd have moved, yeah, he did as a as a um, as a young player from yeah. from uh, Blackburn Rovers. He went to Newcastle for fifteen million, I think. Yeah, uh, but he could have quite easily gone to United rather than back to his boyhood club, yeah. and we'd have not that he's already ranked as such an incredible player because of his goal record but it would have been even more so because he'd have been part of that like you know team that dominated English football for so long yeah definitely definitely um two of those choices were the same for me um 
last minute ditch for one player to put um, Henri in. Um, exactly the same reasons as, as you just said, you covered it perfectly. Uh, and the other one was obvious, um, Alan Shearer had to go in, obviously. Um, in terms of what he was as a captain to Newcastle, that's not, you know, if I, if he hadn't have had the career that he had as a player, when, he, you know, he obviously Premier League all-time goal scorer, if he didn't have that record stamped on him, it's a different question of whether I would have put him in this team, I'm not sure. I agree, um, I agree. But then the, the third choice that I went for, you know, is is partly sentimental, but also I do believe it, it is um, justified. It is more to do with what they were as a player, but they were also a very influential captain. Um, I went for Robin Van Persie, um, yeah. named Arsenal skipper in August 2011, considered one of the best in, you know strikers of his generation ever to play. Uh, 280 appearances in the Premier League, 144 goals, 53 assists, um, and only lost 59 times. Uh, fantastic striker. Do you know, I do believe that he could have been, had he have, uh, stayed at Arsenal and not gone to United, he could have brought Arsenal a title at some point. Mm. Um, yeah, he, uh, uh, an amazing player. And, and everyone recognises that. It's, it's completely fair enough to have him in your team. Yeah. There's only, I mean... There's only a few players. Well, there are quite a lot I had to turn down, but there wasn't much choice for me up front. But he was he was one of them, along with um, Ryan Giggs, who I actually couldn't get in there. I thought I could, but he was amazingly never United captain because there were so many players that just just sort of pipped him to the post for that for that role. So he didn't get in there, uh, and Van Persie, I'm afraid, didn't either because of the players I did. But I mean. We've both managed to, not that we ever would have made bad teams from, from that criteria, but it was quite difficult and we've both managed to make absolutely brilliant teams here. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it, it was amazing, really, when I was looking back over some of the previous captains, um, you know, there's people that didn't have the best careers on paper, but, you know, were fantastic captains for their team, like Colaccini at, at Newcastle and... You know, there were some big, big names which were very influential captains um, for yeah. their team. And, you know, the other thing as well, obviously there's only one um, Liverpool captain in there, uh, one Liverpool player in there, but that was because Gerrard had such a long career. But, you know, you could easily have... Um, I mean, Henderson didn't come close to me, obviously. It didn't come close for me compared to you I mean, Keenan Vieira, but... There's an argument for him to be in there. Yeah... I think, you know, he asked. Yeah, we'd probably have to wait another few years um, because he, you can't he, you can't compare that. You can't. I don't think you can compare Henderson at the moment to the achievements of Roy Keane or Patrick Vieira. No, my my midfield four were the first on the team sheet. Really, yeah. I mean, they were the first that came to mind. I was like, yeah, they're in. Yeah. So, and he wasn't even he. No other midfielders were really truly considered yeah uh, so no I didn't I didn't even think of him when making this but I think there has to be an argument for him being in this team as a captain and definitely if he continues in the form he's in now having just signed a new contract for Liverpool today well it would have been yesterday by the time this is aired um, if he continues being such a great captain for the club then you know if someone to do, were to do this list in five years' time, he may well be on there. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, well, that is it for this week. Uh, we'll be back with another 1 to 11 uh, this time next week. Um, we are going to have a jam-packed show that I'll be hosting on Saturday as well. We're going to talk about the return of La Liga, uh, latest news from the Bundesliga, latest news from the EFL. I'm going to try and not um, be emotional during that one. Um, that's, uh, that's an interesting topic yeah. for you, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, more... Um, news as we get closer and closer to uh, the restart of the Premier League that is then um, but for now uh, have a great rest of the week and we'll see you Saturday